0: Welcome back to the Student of the Game podcast. I'm your host, Tavar Ellis. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day by giving my podcast a listen. All right, everybody. He's gone and he's not coming back. <laughs> James Harden has been traded from the Houston Rockets. I repeat, I repeat. James Harden has been traded from the Houston Rockets. I repeat, I repeat, I repeat. James Harden has been traded, tra- been traded, has been tr- 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 traded. Has been traded from the Houston Rockets. I don't know why I made that a little mix right there, but it sounded cool to do at the time. Um but yeah, the James it's it's official. Well, I guess it's official. I know the Rockets have not made an official announcement on it yet, but and they probably haven't have it did that yet because it looks like there's a they want to get all the terms completed on the trade, but he's gone. He's no longer a Houston Rocket, people. All right. Um, you know what's amazing? I was prepared to go in on a totally different topic. To, well, it was going to be about James Harden, but it's going to be something different. Because, you know, I, I did agree with his statement that he made last night's press conference. Post, post-game press conference against the Lakers this you know th- this is not a championship team it's not this is not a championship team you know and you know good leaders are supposed to be honest you know isn't that we isn't that isn't that what we want people we want honesty you know it's not like he came out and just said well this team sucks and all that no he was asked a question now, see, when superstars avoid the tough questions, when they say next question, oh, everybody has a problem with that. They say, well, why don't he answer the question? Why don't she answer the question? He answered the question. Um, the question was, okay, when you were down by the Lakers, you know, why, 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 wasn't, why wasn't you all able to make a comeback? And he was, I'm not going to say brutally honest, he was just honest. I mean, he was saying what you all were thinking. (laughs) Everyone who watched that game, (laughs) you saw that game and you say, man, I I wanted them to come back. But you see why they could not come back. You know, the exact reasons what, what, what James Harden said. Number one, this team lacks chemistry. And one can say, well, you know what? They can build chemistry over time. That's not always how chemistry works, people. It has to be some sort of attraction. You know, you ever you ever went out on a date with someone and stuff, and sometimes guess what? You know what? There's immediate attraction. And then that then guess what? Because there's some commonality, like something that you have in common, or you know, you might be attracted to that person physically, mentally, or spiritually, or something, you know, guess what? You can you can make make it a good date. Those are things that can prevent it from being that can prevent a date from being a bad date. Okay? But th- th- he said the team doesn't have chemistry. And a lot of times you 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 can tell you can tell that in three games, you know? Here's the thing. All right. John Wall is not a rookie. We all know John Wall's game. Have you not been watching basketball? John Wall is a is a great is a is a very, very good player. Okay? John Wall has his style, okay? James Harden has his style. The thing about it is both of them are ball dominant, yes. Okay, but um, John Wall is not a very good shooter. You know, people thought that Harden and Chris Paul wasn't gonna be able to work out together, okay? And if if Chris Paul would not have gotten a hamstring, I really do believe the Rockets win the championship. But Chris Paul is Chris Paul can shoot. He's a good three-point shooter and, and a great mid-range shooter. Okay, John Wall is John Wall is not a is not a good mid-range shooter. He's not a he's a terrible three-point shooter. He can get to the basket. Okay, and he can score the rock. He's a good passer. Okay. But his style of play with James Harden, I I don't know if that will work. But you know what, though? I I, I don't think, But and I'm not trying to bash John Wall, because I don't think that's the main thing. The the thing is this, people. And I'm going to tell you something. The Rockets, they don't have anybody on their team that can make LeBron James and Anthony Davis exert energy on defense. Okay? They don't. It's, it's, and, and it's not the backcourt and, and you know John Wall can ball Harden can ball and it's not like they can't mix but check this out David um, I don't want to mess his name up but I'm, first name David Nwanda Nwaba David Nwaba and PJ Tucker two games back to back against the Lakers have combined for 11 points not 11 points each. Not 11 points in each game. Okay? When you add the their total, their totality of their points in two games, it's 11 points grand total. 11 points grand total. Alright? LeBron James and Anthony Davis both combined for 90 points. In both games, okay, LeBron James in one quarter has scored more points than David Noaba and PJ Tucker has in two games. Le- LeBron James and Anthony Davis are great defenders they're very very smart defenders. If we're playing um, NBA 2K, their defensive awareness is at a 99. If it's not, it should be. You know, they know what they they know what you're trying to run. I know what the Rockets are trying to run. We all know this. Okay? And a lot of times it looks like they're running the same system that they be, they've been running. So, Silas Coach Silas, I know it's nine games in, but you're going to have to get better with your adjustments. And I believe eventually he will. But James Harden was right. There's no chemistry. The Rockets, they don't have the talent. They're not good enough. And they're not. Now, I could see if when James Harden is not playing on the games he has not been playing, the Rockets are out there kicking butt. They're not. You know, people want to say, well, James Harden is not buying in. That's why he's playing like that. That, That's why they're doing terrible. That's why he's had he haven't averaged over 20 points, he haven't scored over 20 points Um in the past four games. No, that's not the reason. You know the reason? Check this out. His first three games back, he scored over 30 points. Then the game against Sacramento, you remember? He hurt his right ankle. He, could, um, he, he bumped ankles or something or John Wall that stepped on him or he accidentally stepped on John Wall. But Harden hurt his ankle. OK, now he's still playing. All right. He hurt his ankle and he's out there. Hey, he's still he's trying to get teammates involved instead of sitting out. He's out there trying to get teammates involved. <laughs> all right. But nobody's talking about that. I mean, I know it's not an ACL, but but it is an ankle injury. It is an ankle injury. And and we all know had he if he continued to sit out longer and longer. People are going to say, well, he's not really hurt. You know, he's just waiting to be traded, which could be true, you know, but he did hurt his ankle people. I mean, the first three games, I could see if he came in and just scoring under 20 points. Soon as he first started this season, no, he came fresh out the gate, balling, scoring. And, and, and what did people also say? They say, you can't win with that style of ball, ISO ball, even though all of his points were not from ISO ball. And it's nothing wrong with your, the, the best player on the team, on every team, has ISO ball privileges. Okay? Jordan had ISO ball privileges. Clyde Drexler had iso-ball privileges. LeBron James has iso-ball privileges. Kevin Durant, iso-ball privileges. Jason Tatum, iso-ball privileges. KD, Giannis, I mean, all the greats, they have iso-ball privileges. Isaiah Thomas, both Isaiah Thomases, when they the best player on the team, you get iso-ball privileges. (laughs) But they say you can't win with that, so... Now, let's say if Harden's ankle truly wasn't hurt. Okay, well, why, nobody is, why, why, why can't anybody, why, why is the majority steady focusing on the potentially negative side of it? You know, you got to have balance in life. Get that same energy you're giving the negative, let's, let's give it on the positive. I mean, I, I, I coined myself as a very balanced thinker in everything. All right. Well, at least I try to be. So, all right. Let's look at the negative side of it. Thinking of it. Okay. Well, James Harden, he's scoring under four points because under under 20 points for the past four games because he quit. He checked out. You know, he's not buying into Paul, into Steven Silas. I think I said Paul Silas earlier, but Paul Silas is his father. Okay. So he, he, um, he already mentally checked out. Okay. You know, because... Now, if he already mentally checked out, then why would Coach Silas say that, hey, since day one, hey, James Harden has been buying in. He has done everything I have asked him. See, buying in. If you can't buy in like you, you, you can't not be buying in to the coach's philosophies. If the coach is saying that you have done everything that he has, that he that you have, that he has asked you to. That doesn't make sense, people. It does not make sense. All right. Um, This is a new offense. You know, people have said time and time again, the ISO ball, James Harden, it's not going to work. It's not going to win championships if he's averaging 33 a game. So now what he's doing, all right, he's trying to get his teammates involved. He has been consistently trying to get Christian Wood involved, and he has. He looks for him a lot to get the ball to him, okay? He believes in him. He's been trying to get – he's been getting the ball to him for most times, okay? So how is – So, him being more of a pass-first player and trying to make the best basketball play, which is what LeBron James does, right? Makes the best basketball play. Even though when people say he should have shot that, well, he made the best basketball play. Because here's the thing, all right? LeBron James and all the other greats, they they use the regular season to filter out which players, role players that they'll be able to depend on come postseason. Okay, that's you know, that's why some games, hey, you'll see LeBron try to hurt, try to try to get willingly trying to get Kuzma involved or Schroeder and stuff, you know, because he knows that, hey, man, I got to count on these guys come playoff time. You know, it's the reason why Michael Jordan was hard on Scott Burrell. John Paxton and Steve Kerr and Horace Grant and other players in practice, even in the games, because he understands that, he understood that back in the day, in order for him to beat the Pistons, you know, and the Knicks and those other physical teams, he need these guys to be mentally and physically ready. They have to, if they can't handle the challenge in the regular season, well, I can't depend on them come postseason. James Harden straight up said it. He said, Rockets, listen, these got, he's, they, it was reported that at the before the season started, he informed ownership that he wanted to be traded because he doesn't like the direction that the team is going because he doesn't believe that it's a contender. Okay? So in that situation, you know, when you're an owner, there's one or two things you can do. You can say, okay, well, I will see what I can do as far as faci- f- as far as f- 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 facilitating a trade for you, or okay, let me see what I can do to make this team a contender. Okay, all right. The Rockets chose a. <laughs> well, let me figure out a way. You know what? We'll accommodate you on a trade on our terms instead of trying to build a contender. All right. The Rockets, they were not trying to build a contender. They was not. I was believing that they were going to go all in and run it back. I believed it and I was wrong for believing that. I have no problem admitting that. I'm the kind of person when I see new evidence. Hey, I have no problem changing my opinion, or at least modifying it, because there's new evidence presented in front of me. I'm not going to be that stubborn person that's going to be like, "Oh well, I don't care what new evidence you present in front of me. I'm going to stay this way." No, I can't. You can't dispute that evidence. Look at the moves they made. Okay, look at the. Check this out. When, see, when the Lakers, God rest his soul, great late Kobe Bryant. Alright, so back in was it two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, around that time, alright, guess what? A lot of people wasn't feeling Kobe Bryant. He had the situation that happened in Colorado, and then what made matter worse with that, he had snitched on remember he had snitched on um on Shaq and Derek Fisher and Rick Fox. Okay, so check this out. Alright. The Lakers were struggling. They had already they traded Shaq. Alright. Shaq got his ring in Miami Miami and Shaq that's when the Shaq and Kobe beef. Shaq made a, a diss song on him and stuff. But it was very entertaining back then with that stuff. But anyways, um Kobe Bryant had a few years left on his contract and he was disappointed in the Lakers. He talked to Stephen A Smith. This is you can go to YouTube and Google. Matter, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I'll post it on Twitter. All right, and he said that, well, they told me they were about competing for championships. When I signed my extension, I was told we were still going to compete for championships even when Shaq is gone. They have yet to make any championship moves. They have yet to make any championship moves. He said I can't win championships with the current team that we have. And if they're not trying if they're not going to contend for championships, then yeah, I want to be traded. Those are Kobe Bryant's words, people. I am not making this up. Now, did that hurt Kwame Brown's feelings? I'm pretty sure it did. Who else was on that team? Did that hurt Karan Butler's feelings? I'm pretty sure it did. Did that hurt Lamar Odom's feelings? I'm pretty sure it did. Everybody else on that team, I'm pretty sure their feelings was were, was hurt about that. I'm pretty sure their feelings were hurt. You know? And, and guess what? See, you can't tell me now in 2021 that, well, Kobe Bryant has five rings. James Harden has no rings. See, you have to go back to 2006, people. Kobe Bryant did did not have five rings. He had three rings. But guess what? Everybody kept saying he can't win without Shaq. And Shaq had already won his ring with D-Wade. So that even made it, made that like, let's say if it was before Shaq won his fourth championship with Miami, let's say that you had people. You had fit. Let's say it. It was like sixty and forty. Sixty percent of the people believe that Shaq was the main reason they won those championships in LA, and forty percent believe that it was Kobe. I gave the sixty percent to Shaq because Shaq won MVP for all three of them. All right, Kobe still played phenomenal, but Shaq was the MVP. Those are facts. Look it up. Okay, so. After Shaq has won his ring in Miami, even though he wasn't the MVP, because a lot of people was like, "Well, Shaq got older, still had some injuries, but he he he's still bald. He averaged like 19 and nine or something like that." All right, D Wade was the MVP, but Shaq got his fourth ring. Kobe has three. Shoot, that started to that that 60-40 went to about like. Mm, 75 to 25. Then Shaq made a rap diss against about Kobe. That took it from 75 Shaq, 25 Kobe to 85 Shaq, 15 Kobe. (laughs) All right. And people were still on Kobe for the snitching. All right. Kobe was being called selfish and all this stuff, man. The national media, they was hating on Kobe. They was, they was, but yet they were encouraging other teams to trade for him. And see, that's the thing. They, you know, because they kept saying Kobe's going to be a problem. He could be a, a distraction in the locker room. But see, okay, so he's a distraction in the locker room. His current team and the national media treat, treated it as if they can't. They can't repair that. But yet he can go to another team and it's all good. I get it, one man's trash is another man's treasure, but guess what? Kobe Bryant was never treated as the Lakers' trash, so that's why that part really baffled me, but um, what did the Lakers do? They traded to get Paul Gasol. They traded Kwame Brown. Now, Mark Gasol was included in that trade, but nobody knew that Mark Gasol was going to be an all-star. Nobody knew that. They did not know that. Nobody even knew Mark Gasol, okay? Most people didn't even know he was on the Lakers squad. (laughs) They was like, hold up, I thought we got Gasol. You mean we had a Gasol? No. But the big name in that trade was Kwame Brown, people. Go look it up. The Lakers get Paul Gasol. They gave the Memphis Grizzlies peanuts. Peanuts, people. So the Rockets have Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon has bought all in 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 Steven Silas' system. Eric Gordon has not been playing very good, people. (laughs) But guess what? Eric Gordon is a better player than Kwame Brown. Danielle House. I don't know what's going on with him. I like Danielle House, but I don't know. I don't know if he's quarantining or what and all this, but guess what? Danielle House is a better player than Kwame Brown. Okay, PJ Tucker. Love P.J. Tucker. I mean, hey, it's obvious that they're not going to sign him to an extension. He's a free agent after this season. Okay, you can trade him. Okay, I would hate for him to be traded. But if you can get some some good players in, okay. P.J. Tucker is better than Kwame Brown. Ben McLemore, great shooter. Better better pro than Kwame Brown. Well, i tell you what. Might be on the same level. Both play different positions. McLemore can shoot his tail off. Not the best defender. Kwame Brown was a solid defender, decent rebounder, okay? He wasn't a scrub scrub. It's just that he was a number one pick. He didn't live up to number one expectations. But I don't think that make him a scrub because, hey, he wasn't going around saying he's the greatest ever. That's what people, that's what they labeled him as. But that's what happens when you're the number one pick. But anyways, and he's not a scrub because the man was in the NBA. So I'm not trying to diss him, but I'm just trying to prove a point here. All right. So the Rockets have at least three players that are rated overall higher than Kwame Brown, all right? The Lakers got Gasol for that, for him. So you mean telling me the Rockets could not get a solid small forward and a solid power forward, right? I mean, I don't think they even tried to even do that. I think they they saw this opportunity as a, you know what, let's let's, let's save money. Let's save money. You remember all those rumors about Tillman Fertitta being very, very cheap and all that? Then all of a sudden those rumors went away and all of a sudden James Harden is the only villain. I get it. James Harden, listen, he, he takes, like, he is responsible for... The highs and the lows of the Rockets teams that he's been on. But it's not just him. You know, why do we let let the Rockets organization off the hook? Do you see what's going on on Kirby? What's going on with the Texans? That's that's a result of, not because the Texans were an expansion franchise, that's a result of us as fans, and I'm guilty of it too. We let them off the hook. We don't hold the Houston Texans accountable. That's why the president of their operations can write a book about saying, you know, building a perfect business and stuff, which nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, is that he straight up said the way the Oilers did it was wrong because the Oilers were actually trying to win, but they wasn't selling out seats and stuff. But on the flip side, the Texans, the Texans, they have a they were able to master the art of selling out seats Before the season even starts without even caring about without putting winning as a primary as a as the prime goal. That's a straight up slap in everybody's face. Now, I don't buy a whole bunch of memorabilia because that stuff costs a lot of money. But the Texans, man, they straight up said, hey, pretty much. We hear you, but we don't we don't care about winning, especially if 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 why should we care about winning? If the seats are continue to be if the stadiums are filled up, you buying twelve dollars beers each, ten dollar cotton candy, twenty dollar popcorn, paying fifty dollars to park. A hundred dollars to tailgate in whatever it costs. Business is booming. We're winning business. We don't care about championships. We don't care about. So what the Steelers got 6 championships? So or so what that um who's that? So what that the Cowboys have 5 championships? We we don't care. We're not in the red. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we we allowed the we allowed the Houston Texans to Keep Matt Shaw when he was declining, when they had a chance to bring in Peyton, Peyton Manning. And that squad could have potentially competed for the championship. You know why? Because you had Peyton Manning, you had a prime Arian Foster, prime Andre Johnson, had a rookie J.J. Watt, you had a prime Mario Williams, you had a prime D'Amico Ryans, <laughs> prime Owen Daniels, had Dwayne Brown at left tackle, Oh, also had Ben Tate at running back. Mm. Can you imagine what Peyton Manning could have done with Andre Johnson and Arian Foster? Arian Foster could catch out the backfield, has soft hands, catches with his hands. Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. And they had a real good defense. You had Wade Phillips, defensive coordinator. Gary Kubiak, offensive coach. I mean... And then when when they fire Kubiak, Kubiak goes on to Denver, gets Peyton Manning, and wins a Super Bowl. (laughs) Go figure, right? Go figure, right? But we as fans allowed that to happen. Yeah, we complain and voice our opinion, but guess what? A lot of us, we still bought season tickets. We didn't decide, we didn't cancel our tickets or nothing. Season tickets should have been, like, people should have been trying to refund their season tickets because they did not want to take a chance on Peyton Manning. And guess what? He was willing to sign an incentive-based contract. Houston was one of the teams that was on his list. Because he had the neck surgery and all that stuff. He wanted to be in a place ideally when well, it was a lot warmer and stuff like that. And guess what? Houston has some of the best medical people in medical people in the game. And guess what? And you see you see what's going on in the Texans now. Jack Easterby is running the show. I can't hate on Jack Easterby, man. Check this out. He a chaplain, got no football experience, but guess what? He's running the football team. Can't hate hate that, man. Cannot hate that. But let me tell you something though. As we continue to accept what's going on with the Rockets and not holding ownership accountable. Guess what? They're going to end up like the Texans over there or even worse. So with this trade. See, at first we thought we was getting getting Eddie Levert's cousin, Karis Levert. He is related to Eddie Levert, Levert, by the way. But so the Rockets, they get Victor Oladipo, Rodion's Crux, I need to do some research on him, Dante Exum, I remember Dante Exum, and they get four unprotected first round picks from Brooklyn, from 2022, 2024, and 2026, and Milwaukee's 2022 pick. And four unprotected first pick swaps for 2021, 2023, 2025, 2027. Okay, so, okay, let's go with the other. The Nets, they get James Harden, all right? (laughs) And a a championship, too. They're going to win the championship, people. All right, the Pacers, they get Karis Levert, 2023 second round pick from Houston, all right? The Cavaliers get Jared Allen and Torian Prince, okay? That's how the trade looks so far. Um, I don't know if anything's going to change, but of course, if anything changes, you know, we're going to talk about that for real, all right? So let's take a look. Okay, we get Victor Oladipo. People are all hyped up. We get Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. Oh, oh. All right. I mean, check this out. I mean, Victor Oladipo is a good guy. He's a he's a he's a solid player. He's a solid player. He's no scrub. All right. He's a um, brilliant singer. He has an album out. Um, he was on the Mask Singer last year. Dude can sing. So on the entertainment side, it's probably going to be a little bit better to have Victor Oladipo. But he is no James Harden. Let me tell you something. Here's how you can measure greatness. You measure greatness on expectations. With great power comes great responsibility. All right. So, you know, we expect MVP play from James Harden. And when we get 18 points, 12 assists from James Harden, that's a bad game. But for Victor Oladipo, that's great. You get what I'm saying? So there's levels to this. So, no, 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 no. It's this is the equivalent to like if you go from driving a ferrari to getting a camry nothing wrong with a camry but it's not a ferrari now unless you're getting that camry because that ferrari doesn't allow you to have enough room for your family like the camry does and in this case that's not the the case but then guess what yeah you didn't gain much all right. Plus, here's the thing. Victor Oladipo is a free agent by the end of the season, so it's quite possible he'll get traded. All right. Dante Exum, I remember him. He's a, he's a good player, but he, he can't stay healthy. And see, that's the thing with Victor Oladipo. Can't stay healthy. Injuries. But also, as far as expectations on Victor Oladipo, Victor Oladipo, when drafted, guess what? He was supposed to be a Dwayne Wade. He got drafted by Orlando. He's supposed to have been Dwayne Wade. He is not Dwayne Wade. He's a good, he's a good solid player. Solid player. I would prefer Mont, um, Sabonis. Yeah, I would, I preferred him. But of course, if you the Pacers, you're not gonna give him up. And you know what? Why the Pacers didn't want, why couldn't, I mean, I felt, check this out. You mean to tell me we could not have traded Eric Gordon, for Victor Oladipo. I mean, Eric Gordon is is from Indiana, man. Like that's Mr. Indiana, but okay, whatever. All right, but and the Rockets get four unprotected first-round picks for every 2 years <laughs> for for the next 8 for the next um 6 years. All right. But check this out. Brooklyn if they don't win a championship, check this out. They, 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 they are a big time contender. Alright. So this team here, like I already, I think this team here, I I think in the east you got Brooklyn. Um let me see. You have Brooklyn. Um I'll put Philly and then Milwaukee. All right. Those are the top three teams, I believe. Okay. Yeah, Miami, but like I say, my and you know what? I wouldn't sleep on the Pacers. Because Mati Yunus is balling. And I think the Pacers and I, I think the Pacers are a better team than the Miami Heat. But we'll see about that. But anyways, I said the top three. Um, best case scenario, that pick would be a twenty-eighth pick, 29th pick, twenty seventh pick. Good luck finding great players with that, with that pick. Yeah, because that team is gonna be winning championship, is gonna be a contender for the, at least the next three years. At least, okay. And see, here's the thing: when as they win championships or continue to be contenders, guess what they? You know, yeah, that team's gonna win, man. You got Steve Nash over there. Steve Nash came from Golden State as far as coaching wise. You got Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni is like tired of all this hate. And guess what? Him and Harden and DKD and Kyrie, they're gonna they're gonna do some big things. They're gonna win a championship, people. All right. So that's, you're not, you need lottery picks. So the only way I see the Rockets getting, getting a, a superstar player and being a contender again is the Rockets just, I mean, well, they're already tanking, they're 3-6, and six, so you might as well continue that path, right? Yeah, I, I don't like this, because they could have gotten more. Like, if I'm going to trade James Harden, especially when I know I have two years on his, left on his contract, guess what? And I'm... Two months from the trade deadline. Two and a half. What? Is it two? two months from the trade deadline. Guess what? I'm going to trade you to a team like the T-Wolves or something like that. Where, hey, it's possible you might not even make the playoffs. So that way increase my chances of getting a lottery pick. So that's what I'm going to do. But all the Rockets are going to do, potentially, with those um, low... With those late first round picks, that's just gonna um, that's just gonna make their G League squad better. So we'll get some more G League championships if you're into that. And G League championships, I dig those. But I'm, we already had a G League championship. I, I, we, we need an NBA championship, H Town. We need, but we're we not gonna get that if we do not hold ownership accountable. That's one thing I admire about Laker fans, Celtics fans. You know they. They hope, man, they hold their teams accountable, man. Like they're not satisfied when they just win the championship. They're they like, okay, what are we gonna do to win another one? And another one. Let, let's build a dynasty. What are we going to do? Rockets, we, we, don't, we don't hold them accountable. Just like, and it's true what Scottie Pippen said, and I hate that. He said, there's no pressure to win championships in Houston. Trust me, I've been there. Yeah, he would know. There's no pressure. You know that it sucks, man. It sucks big time. Sucks big time, big time, big time. You know, you got um yeah, a lot of people. What's crazy, you know, um, James Harden just opened up a new restaurant. I think it I think it's it already opened. But yeah, James Harden, he has a, he opened up a restaurant in Houston and I think it's open, um, fine dining restaurant. And I don't know, part of me is thinking, you know what? Because I always assume that um, Tillman Fertitta might have assisted him or helped him out on it. And maybe he has. It hasn't been confirmed or denied. But, you know, after he's been traded, you know, a lot of people are giving the restaurant bad reviews and most of them probably haven't even been to the restaurant (laughs) but for those of you who are giving it bad reviews and you haven't been there and you just giving it bad reviews because Harden has been traded you suck I'm going to tell you why you suck because guess what he hired people it's not worth you slandering the restaurant and then the restaurant potentially being closed and stuff like that Damn, you end up costing people their jobs. It's not worth that. That's not cool. That's not cool people. But anyways, and then speaking on the restaurant, I, I got a feeling. <laughs> I heard that LeBron, James Harden, and some of the other players they they had a, they had a little dinner, private dinner at his restaurant. And I got a feeling that LeBron James probably told James Harden, he said, listen, man, if you want to get up out of there, here's what you say and here's what you do. You know, he probably coached him on what to say to key words. He probably told him, you're going to have to say that. So and then that's going to expedite a trade right there. That's going to force their hand. Because you remember the Rockets, it was reported that the Rockets were prepared to get uncomfortable. And once it really got uncomfortable, the Rockets, they folded. They folded. You know, I thought they was ready to get uncomfortable. They folded. They folded big time on that. You know, chaos is a ladder. That's what Littlefinger said on Game of Thrones. It's a ladder. You can take it however you want to take it. But yeah, this this team here they they're rebuilding. And I did not want to believe that. So there you have it, Rockets, Rockets fans. But now I'm not going to be one of those fans that's going to be hating on James Harden. I'm like, I mean, he hasn't done any he hasn't disrespected me. He hasn't disrespected this city. I mean, he he put on for the city. You know, you know um you know, a lot of people are, <laughs> you know, a lot of people have the nerve to say to use a James Harden quote from 2017 that he, he said he promised he's not leaving Houston. And, that is, and they and they said, yeah, um, once you can't trust them a man only has his word. OK, miss me with that, dude, because are you serious? You know how I many people do not agree to the terms that's in their contract with their cell phone carrier? Are their cable company? Are their electric light bill company, water bill company? Are their mortgage? Are their their lease at their apartment complex? People, people trying to treat it as if James Harden signed a marriage certificate. He signed a contract to play for Houston. Okay, he tried everything. he he tried. he, He did try everything. See, that's the thing. You can't. See, check this out. You have a lot of people who win championships and they didn't give their full out effort. And you have a lot of people who give their full out effort and they still don't win a championship. So that doesn't mean they wasn't trying their best. He said he's tried everything he could. He tried his best. That's all we could ask for. Did he fall short some moments? Yeah. And he's not saying he did not fall short. But he still fought, tried his best. Like you can fall short, and you can try your best and still fall short. We all do that. But that—that's—that's that's ridiculous to associate that he's—he's he's not a man of his word. Okay, so why didn't you say that? Why, do y'all hold the Rockets organization? them is the level of accountability the same that you have with the Rockets organization? Because I'm seeing most people talking about, I'm still h Town for Life, ride or die. Was you, okay, so that's that's cool and all, but... So, you pretty much had no problem when they traded away Sam Cassell and Robert Ory, two people who were cornerstones of helping the Rockets win championships, for Charles, for a overweight, um, Charles Barkley, who was past his prime. Who also, the Rockets... Kicked his Phoenix Suns team out of the playoffs two years in a row. On the road to win the championship. Because guess what? When Jordan retired, it was predicted that Barkley was going to get him a championship. This was his chance. But he couldn't get past those Houston, Houston Rockets, could he? So he decided to join them. But we traded away Ori and Cassell. Yeah, that helped us beat the, the Sonics. But guess what? We couldn't beat those Utah Jazz anymore once we got Barkley. Man. Man. Go figure. Oh, so what about guys like Gerald Green, who's H-Town all over. The Rockets cut him to keep David Nwaba and some of these other people on the team. Really, Gerald Green couldn't get a spot with this team? He balled in preseason. Man, come on. He's loyal to the Sawyer for H-Town. They let him go in preseason. Steve Francis, Catino Mobley, loyal to Houston. They rep H-Town, man. Traded them, both of them, for Tracy McGrady. And and, and speaking of that trade, we traded Steve Francis, who was an all-star. He traded Catino Mobley, who was a borderline all-star, for Tracy McGrady, all-star, who was probably the first or second best two-guard in the league around that time. Cool. All right, but we trade James Harden, and we get Victor Oladipo. (laughs) Man, yeah, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, the Rockets when they traded Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady was way past his prime. Well, and he. He was hurt. His, he could not stay healthy. God, I mean, bless his heart. He could not stay healthy, man. That Man, I hated that, man, because the Rockets could have won a championship with T-Mac if he was healthy, man. Man. But anyways, um, health robbed him some great years out of his prime for real. But anyways, they traded him. He was way past his prime average and like eight points a game. And traded Carl Landry. And they were able to get Kevin Martin, who was a borderline all-star. Who you could, well, depending on style of play, him. I believe him and Victor Oladipo are on the same level. But when you trade James Harden, you get Victor Oladipo on the same level as Kevin Martin. Okay, that's not good. Yeah, you gotta draft. I don't care about those draft picks. I don't. I really don't. But may, maybe one thing that they can do with the draft picks, though, is that um. Let's see. With the draft picks, maybe what they can do is. Let's see. What superstar could the Rockets acquire? Those draft picks. Um, Is it possible for them to get Carl Anthony Towns at the trade deadline? Is it? Could they get Carl Anthony Towns? Let me see. I mean, I, that, that's the first name that popped to my head because I'm like, they're not going to get LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Giannis, Kawhi, A.D., Westbrook, Chris Paul, Paul George... I don't want them to get Paul George. Um, Joel Embiid, no. Maury Dow. Morey doesn't care about draft picks. They're not going to get the Joker. Not going to get Kyrie, Butler, Curry. Not going to get Luka. If they get Devin Booker, I don't think they're going to get Devin Booker. Um, I don't see them getting Jason Tatum. Maybe Carl Anthony Towns. Y'all think the Rockets could get Carl Anthony Towns? Because that, that, that's the next, that's the best player that I think that they could potentially get if they just traded away all those draft picks, it would be Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns, um, is he a top 20 player? Uh, let's see, um, ESPN rankings. Um, they don't have him as a top 20 player, but I, I don't know. Can, can you get Pasco Siakam? Trade those draft picks to Toronto? Pasco Siakam? Bring Kyle Lowry back to Houston? <laughs> can you do that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Carl Anthony Towns is ranked 26. He's 25 years old, Averages 26 and a half points a game, almost 11 rebounds a game, and about four and a half assists a game. Okay. Maybe get Jalen Brown. You're not going to get Zion. Uh, you not going to get Christoph Porzingis. Maybe CJ McCullough. No. Nah. Malcolm Brogdon. No. Nah. You're not getting Trey Young. Yeah, man. That, <sighs> yeah, so I'm not sure what they're going to do with those draft picks. Um, We'll see. I'm pretty sure they, they gonna they're gonna cook up something though. Um, you know, I wonder, can you get Carl Anthony Towns if you trade Victor Aladipo and those four first round picks? Hmm. And then you pair Car Carl Anthony Towns with John Wall and Christian Wood. Or do you trade John Wall? Hmm. We'll see. We'll see, people. We'll see. But man, this is this is disappointing. So, like, for a lot of you who just became Houston Rockets fans when they had James Harden, like, for all the people who, you know, <laughs> check this out. That team that they had, they, they had a team that I still rooted for that team. Um, it had Aaron Brooks, it had a young Kyle Lowry. Um, you had um Carlo, I mean Carl Landry, Luis Scola, Samuel Dallenberg. Um, so it, it was a it was a young team. They they was a running gun team. Um Kevin Martin eventually joined the team too, but um it was a fun squad to watch. That Shane Battier. Um, they, they, they played their hearts out, man. And had they been in the East, they would have made the playoffs. Like two years in a row, they had like 45 wins. They couldn't make the playoffs in the West because it was just too tough in the West. But that was a good squad, man. I enjoyed that squad. I really did. But like I say, um, James Harden, man, they, they're, they're going to win a championship in Brooklyn. But what you don't want to do, people, you don't... Check this out. The more you hate on James Harden, most likely they're going to win it anyway. You know, I, I I don't hate him. I mean, he like I say, he put on for the city. And it was a great run. They had some great memories. It's a great run. Great run. You know, the only thing I would trade that run is for an actual championship. But outside of that, yeah, that's the next. I think that they had that season with Chris Paul. First year, 65 and 17. That was the greatest season the Rockets ever have to not win a championship. It's a great run. Um I thought it was a great run when they um the first year, the second year they brought in Dwight Howard. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. They lost to the Warriors. So I mean, they had some great memories. It could always be, be worse, people. We could be New York Knicks fans. You know, and, and other teams. Like if you're not. Check this out. In the past, what, 15 years, if you're not a Lakers, Celtics, Cavaliers, Miami Heat, Spurs. Um, yeah, Spurs, a Warriors fan. Guess what? If, you know, I mean, hey, the next best thing is, hey, to to have been a Rockets fan in a lot of those years. And guess what? James Harden, he's made the playoffs eight years in a row in the West. Every year he's been with the Rockets, he made the playoffs. So when he says that this team is not talented enough or good enough and don't have chemistry, well, yeah, you should listen to him. The man's led every team. I mean, the first team he had, let's see, the second best player was was Chandler Parsons. Okay? So, I mean, Parsons no scrub, but he wasn't an all-star. So they got that squad to the playoffs, and they got better and better and better. But we'll see what's going to happen, folks. We're going to wrap that up. Thank you all for listening. Student of the Game Podcast. Peace out.